When he died, her father left everything he owned to her, which enabled her to choose what she wanted to do in her professional life. While she was a voting member of the boards of directors of the various companies controlled by Ray Enterprises, she was fortunate that Albert, who had been her father's right-hand man, continued to perform in that same capacity for her, relieving her of the burden of day-to-day involvement in the affairs of those companies. Not only was he the one who acted on her behalf at board meetings, but he was like an uncle to her, and she trusted him implicitly. Of course, Camden came in a close second. They were the same age, shared many of the same interests, and when it was time to close shop, neither she nor Camden had any trouble removing her professional hat for a night out on the town, or often a quiet meal prepared in Hannah's ultra-modern kitchen. Both had taken an avid interest in cooking when they had started packing on a few extra pounds last year. Once a week, if their schedules permitted, they would take turns making dinner. Of course, dinner always included a bottle or two of wine. Comfortable with each other, they would chat about fashion, makeup, anything except work. Then, as with most single females, they would discuss their current dating situations. Sadly, more often than not, Neither one was having much success in that area. Not because they worked too much, and not because there wasn't quite a fine selection of available men in southwest Florida, but because both women were extremely finicky about men. As a result, Hannah and Camden were planning to spend the upcoming holiday together doing absolutely nothing except lounging on the beach and catching up on their favorite author's new books. Both agreed this was the best possible decision given that neither had close family or any reason to do anything else. Most of her high-profile cases were coming to an end, and she hadn't planned to take on any more until after the new year. She'd given all her employees a -a two-and-a-half-week paid vacation, beginning December 18th and ending Monday, January 5th, 2015. They were ecstatic and couldn't stop talking about her generosity. She liked her team— and thought of them as friends first, then co-workers. She was not a me-boss-you-employee employer. Her father had often told her that in business, one accomplished so much more by being kind and generous to one's employees, rather than bossy, demanding, and condescending. To this day, Ray Enterprises, along with HR Investigations, has some of the happiest employees around. And Ray Enterprises was among the top five businesses on Fortune magazine's list of the best companies to work for. Two weeks of bliss, she thought as she pulled up her schedule for the upcoming week. Two weeks of sun, sand, and surf. And, if she was lucky, she could delve into those books she had recently received from Amazon. Clearing her mind, Hannah scrolled through her iPad mini. The firm had three consultations scheduled that afternoon. One was with an insurance company that suspected an injured employee collecting workman's compensation was doing so illegally. That would be a breeze to solve. She would have Ed, her number one part-timer, do the consultation and go out on a surveillance mission, his specialty. Next was a young woman who suspected that her husband was cheating on her. Hannah detested this part of her work and tried to distance herself from it as much as possible. But sadly, the need for it was a reality in life, and someone had to do it. Marlene would meet with the woman, as she was the expert at anything requiring a telephoto lens and being incognito. 
Plus, she was extremely nosy. Always an added bonus in the private investigation business. The last consultation for the day she would take care of personally, since the client had requested that she do so. Last year, Hannah had been hired to keep tabs on an abusive husband when an ignorant judge had released him on his own recognizance after he had been charged with beating his wife to a pulp. Because the man happened to be from a wealthy family, several members of whom were well-known attorneys, the judge assured his wife's attorney that she would have nothing to fear from her husband, and certainly not his family, even going so far as to imply that she had brought the beating on herself. Hannah immediately contacted Grace Landry out in Colorado, told her the woman's story, and personally put Leanne on a plane to Denver. Once the abused spouse was at Hope House, Grace's shelter for battered families, Hannah breathed a sigh of relief. She'd stayed.